Okay, friend, today we're going to talk to-do lists. I actually call them should-do lists because they always make you feel like you should be doing something, right? I know because I was controlled by mine. Whenever I thought of something that I should do, whether it was related to my life or business, it just went on one long list. But the problem was that list never got completed. It only got longer and weighed me down with a lot of should do's. So a few years ago, I decided to finally ditch to-do lists and feeling like there's always something I should be doing and instead implemented power hours. And let me just tell you, it's lifted that to-do list burden. So if you have a to-do list of any length, you'll want to lean in and listen today because we're going to uncover the problem with to-do lists and discover how to eliminate them. Be sure to listen till the end for the five steps to create a consistent power hour routine to better manage your time and get those few important miscellaneous tasks off your plate. Ready to ditch your to-do list today? Good. Let's dive in. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, Make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Okay, before we dive into how to ditch those to-do lists that are controlling you with the things you think you should do, I'm wondering... I'm wondering what's on your list. Is it what he's called you to? You see, I realized that my to-do list was actually a should-do list that was coming from those outside expectations of others, from my own internal obligations of what I felt bound to, or from all the distractions that got me chasing squirrels and shiny objects in the world around me. Have you been there too? Have you ever stopped to really look at your list and evaluate whether it's what he's called you to in this season of your life and business? Is what you're giving time to helping you to balance the roles and responsibilities of marriage, motherhood, leadership, stewardship, and home management, along with your faith walk, wellness, passions, and business? One of the enemy's greatest tactics is to keep us distracted with less important things on our to-do list, because then We're too busy giving our time to less important things than to what will build his kingdom in our life and business. And I don't know about you, but I want to make the best use of my time to do what he's called me to, not waste it on what everyone else thinks I should do. Maybe that's what's been keeping you busy too. What if you could simplify your should-do list by having a simple framework to identify what you're called to in the eight areas of attention, what should get your time, and 
how to lovingly say no to the rest without the guilt or the regret. I guarantee you'd feel way less weighed down, find you have more than enough time, and experience more presence and peace right where you are in this season of your life and business. Friend, if that intrigues you, I invite you to book a free busyness breakthrough call where we together will uncover the key to redeeming your time. And it may not be what you think. So go grab a spot at redeemhertime.com forward slash breakthrough. Okay, so about those to-do lists, aka should-do lists, how do they make you feel? Free and focused or in bondage and distracted? I'm guessing the latter because as a woman in midlife running a business, that's how I felt too. I made the three cardinal mistakes of to-do lists. See if you can pick them out and relate. Back in the day, I would usually write my to-do list on a random piece of paper. And when that list didn't get done on that day or in that week, I'd rewrite them on another random piece of paper with more things I thought of. And then when that list didn't get done on that day or week, I'd transfer them to yet another random piece of paper or maybe a notebook by this point in the process and keep adding to them, but never actually finishing them. Can you relate? No wonder I always felt like I had too much to do and too little time and I wasn't really getting anywhere. It was frustrating, discouraging, and exhausting carrying that to-do list around with me everywhere I went and constantly letting it guide where my time and attention went. Needless to say, I did not look forward to the day because I always felt less than. Do you typically write one long list with all the things you should do in your life and business? Even if you have a separate one for each, it can still get really long. And do you know what else I did with that list that most busy women do? I started at the top because that's what you do with a list, right? Wrong. That first thing I had written down was just the first thing I thought of that I thought I should do, followed by the next thing I thought of and the next thing I thought of. It was never truly written in order of priority of what really mattered. And it also had me jumping from one task to the next without much thought to what actually went together to make the best use of time. Do you typically start at the top too? Maybe that's why you never seem to get very far either, because what truly matters is often buried under all those should do's. And finally, I realized I was writing a lot of the same things in my to-do list over and over and over again, partly for the satisfaction of checking them off, but really so that I wouldn't overlook them or forget them. I mean, do I really need to write grocery shopping down or paying bills or following up with clients, or recording my podcast week after week? What about you? Did you catch all three mistakes? Adding to a never-ending list, starting at the top of the list, writing the same things over and over on my list, and not getting around to doing most of it. Have you made any or all of those mistakes too? Proverbs 14.23 speaks to this and says, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. You see, that to-do list that I was just carrying around, the one that you're probably carrying around too, was just a bunch of mere talk about what I should do and didn't lead to much profitable doing. Do you see that too? And all that to-do and should-do listing just leads to wasted time, whether it's on things that don't matter or in ways that actually take longer. Ain't no girl got time for that, right? If that's you too, then I want to invite you to join me in ditching your to-do list after we go through the steps in this episode. And instead, 
opt for something more effective and efficient when it comes to spending your time and energy. Are you ready for it? Power hours. What's a power hour, you ask? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's an hour or so set aside to power through something specific. You've probably heard me refer to them before as the Pomodoro method. That's where you set a timer for 25 minutes for a power half hour or 50 minutes for a full power hour with one specific or group of like tasks. Then you work on that one thing or group of things till it's done or till the timer goes off. Power hours or half hours are way more effective because they help you prioritize tasks, increase your focus, reduce that procrastination, increase motivation, develop long-term consistency, improve time management, and create work-life balance. Isn't that way better outcome than what you're currently experiencing using random lists of random things in random order? And may I give you a pro tip? Separate your list of tasks into reoccurring and miscellaneous tasks. The reoccurring ones are things that need to happen on a regular basis, whether that's daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. And if you've been paying attention to the series we're in, you should already be thinking, Lissa, if it's recurring, I should create a routine around those tasks to get them off my to-do list. If so, you're such a smart girl. In my business, I have power hours for how I start up and shut down my work for the day, how I follow up with clients and potential clients, how I create and share content, etc. And in my home life, I have power hours for how I clean and do laundry, pay the bills and balance the budget, prep, prepare, and clean up the meals, and other things. And I also have intentional power hours or power half hours scheduled in weekly in both my business work block and my AM or PM pour outs to catch those miscellaneous things that back in the day would have gone on my to-do list. You know, those things that are just a one and done, like taking that box to the post office or making the bed for company or preparing for that one-time speaking event. It's simple. Anything that's on your to-do list that matters, that needs to happen regularly, goes in a regular power hour time block with that focus. And anything that's more of a one-time miscellaneous variety goes in either a business or a personal power hour. Does that make sense? That, my friend, is how you eliminate a to-do list. Just assign those important tasks to a power hour. Now, how do you create your own power hour routine? I'm so glad you asked. Let's put these five steps we've been talking about to creating any routine into place one more time. Are you ready? Number one, identify the need or problem. Look at your to-do list. Is the problem that you have a never-ending to-do list that you keep rewriting the same things on in a random order in random places that seem to just keep growing? I recommend collecting it in one place so that way you can see how big of a problem it really is. Or is the problem that your list is not just long or unorganized, but that you have things on it that don't matter at all, that don't depend all on you, or aren't truly a priority in this season? Be aware of what's on it and who put it there. Step number two, uncover the root. Here's a rediscover the real problem. Is it that you don't have a system of routines to focus on those recurring tasks and power hours to collect the miscellaneous ones that pop up from time to time? Or is it that you're allowing the expectations of others, the obligations of yourself, or the distractions of the world to fill your to-do list? Either way, it's time to identify what he's called you to in this season of your life and business and prioritize what truly needs your attention and time. Step three, 
Plan the steps. This is where we make a plan of action. I recommend first sorting your list into personal and business tasks. Then use the four D's that we talk about often here to mark each as something to delegate, delete, delay, or do. Then for what's left on your list, determine if it's needed daily, weekly, monthly, or as needed. And then group your like recurring tasks together to conserve your resources and avoid jumping from one thing to the next. Step number four, block the time. Here is where it's so essential to put it on your calendar. All those recurring tasks should go into a daily, weekly, or monthly time block where you will give them your focused attention. Next, schedule those personal and business power hours to gather all the seemingly random tasks into time blocks where you'll knock them out and get them off your to-do list for good. And if you notice they come up repeatedly, then you can just move them to a reoccurring time block. Step number five, invite the support. Communicate with those who need to know. If it's something your family needs to know so they're not asking all the time when you're doing it, or better yet, so they can be part of the process, sit down and have a conversation about when you are blocking off power hours to give specific things your focus. And if it's something in your business that someone else can do for you or with you, be sure to make that clear too. Because when everyone is on the same page, you get way more done and avoid the frustration of miscommunication. Okay, now that you've put those should do's in a better place to get your focus, aka power hours, let's pick up that to-do list and shred it. Ooh, doesn't that feel good? But promise me, you're not going to go back to writing those random tasks on random paper in random order. Promise? Because I know how much of a burden those to-do lists can be, not to mention a time waster. And we are here to make the best use of our time so we can invest it in what he's called us to. We're all about taking the next step to redeeming our time together here inside the Redeemer Time community. So here's today's community question. What's one thing on your current to-do list that you'll assign to a power hour? An extra credit if you tell us if it's a reoccurring task or just a one-time to-do. And did you hear me mention how to simplify your to-do list items with delete, delegate, delay, and do? The four Ds are just one of the tools that I share inside my program. So if your list feels long or longer than you'd like, and it's making you feel busy with all your should do's, I encourage you to book a busyness breakthrough call. And together, we'll discover the key to having enough time for what you're called to in this season of midlife and business. I'll save a spot for you, but you got to take the next step to grab it at redeemhertime.com forward slash breakthrough. But before we go, let's commit our to-do list to him. Dear Father, thank you for giving us the time that you've given us in this life you've given us for putting us in the exact times and places. We don't want to be about mere talk rather than profitable work. And we don't want to give time to less important things that other people ourselves, or even the world around us says that we should. We want to redeem our time and make the best use of it and give it to the things that you have called us to. And so, Lord, I pray you'll give us wisdom as we look at our to-do list to be able to discern what things should be there and what things shouldn't, and then how to put it in our time blocks so that way we can give it our best and focused attention. And God, thank you that you don't love us because of us checking off everything on our to-do list or even one thing on our to-do list but just because we are yours. So continue to remind us that our worth is not in what we do, but in who we are in you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community. We'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.